I'm Elliot. And I'm Greg. And we're Greglian. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a... <laughs> I don't know. It's not. A, it's not a podcast about anything. It's not. It literally, it's just a conversation with two idiots who don't know what they're doing. Sitting at a table. Yeah. S- sitting at a table. Uh, I'm looking through the pop filter. <laughs> I'm holding my broken pop shield in yeah. my hand. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know what a pop shield is, it's it's a it's a shield that, that stops, stops you from listening to pop music. <laughs> it stops <laughs> sounds. Yeah. If you want any more cool uh, audio recording tips. Uh, just message Elliot on Instagram. <laughs> He'll definitely get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Greg? Um, okay. I'll Sorry, pens- I'm Greg. Yeah. Sorry, what are we going to talk about might- today, Elliot? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. We're going to talk about, uh, <clears throat> as everyone has had a pretty terrible lockdown, I imagine, um, we're going to talk about our one. So... What have we... Our collective lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although it, it may um, seem as though we're really great friends. <laughs> uh, me and Elliot uh, rekindled our relationship over lockdown. Both went through quite a... Um, uh, like, if you think of a roller coaster, but uh, a really bad one, that's what we, we went through. I've never actually been on a roller coaster. Yeah, disclaimer. I, I don't know what I they're actually them. like. So I, they could be really bad. I don't know. I don't know, I suppose, uh, for me, what happened over my lockdown is uh, I got sober. Um, I w- was pretty bad. I was uh, drinking a lot, doing a lot of drugs, uh, drinking myself into a hole. I was extremely unhealthy, uh, you know, and not in a good place mentally at all. And uh, I cleaned up my act through the help of family and friends. And somehow, I'm still sober, Uh Feeling better than I ever have in my entire life. Um, looking as better, like, just all around. Like, I think I'm a pretty swell guy right now, you know? So fit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, I just feel really good. And uh, one of those people who helped me a lot through it was Elliot. Um, or, sorry, Greg. I'm Greg, yeah. 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 Easy mistake. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so we did a lot of things together. Um, uh, so we used to be friends <laughs> Years and years ago Yeah Because I've known you since you and we got fell, guitar lessons fell out. My dad I, Yeah, yeah right? since we were like four No, no, like ten. ten Yeah And then we were in a band together And then Greg ruined the band I ruined it, yeah He left the band Single-handedly Yeah, yeah Just as we were bringing out our first CD so Yeah, no, no we, <laughs> worked. we worked for so long And we're really good <laughs> And we go, whoa, 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 whoa. We were really mediocre. <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and we got, we worked so hard. We, we had this first EP, and it's still, it's not bad. It holds up. It's really good. I can't good. listen to myself on it, though. I hate my voice back then. It's so, it's so thin and wiry. Fair enough. But it's about the memories we created. Yeah. Well, no. I only remember the bad bits. Which, oh, I remember. It's just you leaving the band. Yeah. Oh. Well, With, I suppose I, that's good. That, that's I mean, the only bad bit. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, we like Greg's face was on the front cover, like... Yeah, and I left just before we released it. So, <laughs> and um, then we were all freaking out, like, what do we do? Which is kind of, uh, you know, it says a lot about my drumming skills, about my timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad timing. Anyway, and then Greg and I lost touch, shall we say, through multiple feuds. No, yeah. no, we but we lost touch, and then... I don't know. I must have seen you like three times in the course of like 
over the course of like ten years. Ten years, yeah, yeah. Just didn't see much at all. Yeah, really. Um, and then I remember the first time I met you. Uh, not the first time, like after all that, when I was out cycling the bike. Do you yeah, that? yeah. And I was real mad because I was having a terrible time as well uh, with uh, my own mental health. And I was dro- I was cycling up up the up the road in Charlesland, and you rang me. And, yes. I, and I answered the phone while I was cycling and I was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, where yeah. are you? I'm, I'm near your apartment. Um, I, I might call in, I think you said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm at the go gym roundabout. And you were like, no way, so am I. Yeah, and I, I think I up. saw you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you were right there. And then we ended up chatting at the side of the road for like an hour, I think, about yeah, everything we were, that was going on for the two of us. We were there for an hour, yeah. Well, I think previous to that, I had gone around to your apartment at the start of the lockdown or maybe yeah. just before the lockdown or something. Yeah. And just to hang out or whatever and catch up because I think you'd just be You were back. outside though. Disclaimer, it was socially distant. He, <laughs> was in the, he was in the yard. Yeah. yeah. I was wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah. And uh, no, but you, I think you'd just come back from Japan or something and we'd sort of like talking or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, then I, as you said, I rang you and off on the off chance that you were around because, uh, I don't know, I was just out and about. I can't remember what I was doing. Doing something cool, probably. Oh, yeah, really cool. Yeah. You and only then, do cool things. That's true. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, it was really mad catching up then. It was mad. And then, like, immediately, we were just talking about what's been going on for the two of us. Mm. Uh, we're both fairly open people. Yeah. Um, and then we went for a really romantic walk, remember? In the sunset. In the sunset. Yeah. There was horses in the field. And it was lovely. It was, yeah. it was a beautiful moment. No, it's just because like, when you have been through something like kind of shit or gone and come through on, onto the other side like I had, uh, I think it was kind of, I could see it in you Yeah. when I saw you there. And I was like, and I know you anyway, so I know what you're like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a terrible guy. <laughs> no, That's why you no, left no. I could see, like, I could see that you weren't doing too great or whatever. And then it's just all, you know, through conversation came out or whatever and we were both like whoa we're both in really similar did we just become best friends <laughs> yeah pretty much and then uh yeah then haven't been able to get rid of him since yeah i i'm a clinger yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then what we uh we decided we would start running together i had tried to run during one or two of the lockdowns and i could make it through like I don't know, like two and a half kilometers and be like, yeah. Jesus, I'm dying. Yeah, same. Like, I've just, done the same. This is yeah. making me feel even worse because yeah. I was like, I can't even do, you know, five kilometers. I was like, God damn it. Come yeah. on. Um, and then you and I decided we'd start running together, which was good because we were, I suppose, both not, we were non-runners. We're both, well, let, let's look at it this way. Um, going upstairs would make me out of breath. Mm. Um, I was so unfit. But I really wanted to try, and I didn't know what to do, and neither did you. No. So we're like, let's just run up this forest hill, yeah, and see what happens. Yeah. And we did that, and then we did it again. Yeah. And then we did it again, <laughs> and every time we were like, this is great. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna be sick, but I, I, I don't know. Love it. I think we're doing something good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how slow we were at the start. So slow, like oh. pretty much walking. Yeah. But, and we did. I remember that's the mindset we went in with. We were like. We're not like ultra macho competitive or anything. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you want to stop, just stop. You better not stop. Oh, I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, Daft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we did. And I think that's re- that, that was the perfect recipe. Yeah. For there was six. no pressure on it. Neither no, was put any that's it. There's no pressure, yeah. And like if I stopped or whatever, you would usually stop. 
Exactly, as yeah. well. Like it was like a supportive thing. Yeah. You know, none, we weren't racing ahead of each other. No. And then we got better. We got better. Yeah. And we started doing two laps of the forest or this, that, and that other. And yeah. Then, and then, and then, what was it? We started running in what, like August, September, September? August. We started in August yeah. the first few times. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think it was late July. Me okay. and you. And then Dylan, your brother, joined in. Yeah. Um, and then we were doing longer distances and the time was like getting less and less and less. And yeah. then we were like, because I think at that time, like I had never ran more than five. I never even ran five k. Yeah, I had never even ran like anywhere. I couldn't even imagine running like ten or half kilometers or anything. Yeah, and eventually we were just like, oh, let's run this even longer trail, and we did it. And it was. I looked at my. I remember looking at my like uh, tracker thing afterwards. And I was like, holy fuck, that was eight k. I yeah. can't believe I just did that. It was insane. Uh, that yeah. was the mass path in Kilcool, was, was it? The mass path. Yeah, that yeah. was tough actually. It's yeah. a lovely walk and a lovely run, actually. It is. It's if, if you haven't done it, it's along the Farron Kelly Road. Is that right? Uh, the big yes. long road. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we decided to do our first half marathon, and we did that in November, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we did 80 kilometers in November. Oh, for yeah. Mo- we did it for November. Elliot raised an insane amount of money. So did you. Yeah, I think it was it was roughly like 500 billion or something. I think, yeah. Well, that might be underestimated. Yeah, I think that's bit. undervaluing it. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, come across as gloating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we took part in November, which I think we were both like, we absolutely must take part this year because of what the two of us had experienced, I guess. Mm. It felt yeah. very important to us. Uh, and because we'd been running together... Um, we were like, this makes total sense. Let's do this. So we did our, we did our, we did eighty kilometers from November, and that included the the half marathon, yep. which was a great experience. We ran down to Wicklow. Yeah, um, we ran from Gracefields to Wicklow. Yeah, it was yeah, it's wonderful. Those lovely back roads. Mm. And then we got a cruffin. We got a cruffin down yeah. in Wicklow, which mm-hmm. was most excellent. Which is a cross on muffin. It's a crossover thing if you've yeah. never had one. Um, and now we have set ourselves some new challenges. And with the running, obviously we got fitter, but for me anyway, I don't know about you, but for me, I wasn't necessarily running for fitness. I was running for my head yeah, because fact. every time I run, it clears my head. Yeah. Uh, and I, I suppose as a byproduct, I got fitter. Which, yeah, that's w- that's the exact aim I was going for. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was chasing, because I gave up drugs and all of that, I couldn't get high anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I realized, hey, if you run... You get high afterwards. Yes. So I was just chasing that. And then, as as you said, but as a byproduct. It's, a, it's an unbelievable feeling, especially when you start doing the longer distances. Uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like when we were doing the half marathon, I was having a great time. And I felt like I could have ran for days. Yeah. Obviously, physically, I probably wouldn't be able to. No, but, but I, it's that sensation like of like, holy shit, my legs are carrying me this far. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I can't believe I'm doing this under the power of my own body. Yeah. Yeah. And it was absolutely class. And... We finished. We finished it together because that felt important as well. Yeah. To achieve it together, you know, it wasn't a race. We no. were doing it to do it. Whether it took us six hours or two that's, hours and one minute, and that's what we. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one minute still haunts me. Is roughly or two hours and one minute. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um. So, so then in December, then we didn't run at all, which wasn't that wasn't a conscious decision. It's just you know, it was Christmas. Coronavirus was was a bit mad. Yeah, it was very uh, I was, work was mental, and um, it just we just didn't get out for any runs. So then, in January, I decided um, because, <laughs> because Greg and I are agents of chaos. Oh. 
that's what we call ourselves because yeah. we're really cool um that i set us a challenge well i was setting myself a challenge that at 10 o'clock every day yeah. i would be up at kindlestown woods and i'd be running 5k every day at that time for the month of january yeah and then greg as a fellow agent of chaos decided Do you know what i'm gonna join you yeah. so we did and then our good friend Jilly joined us as well. Mm-hmm. And then some of our other friends started taking part, like Tristan. It was and actually really cool, yeah. It was great. People everybody, were inspired. Yeah, everybody got out moving. Um, and then on day eight, I think it was. It was day uh, eight for me, yeah. It was day eight for you. Greg was uh, complaining about his knee was giving him grief. Uh, well, not, we were running up, and, I, and my knee was Grant on yeah. the start of the run, and it was really icy that day. Yeah, it was. And we were running up uh, quite an incline hill, like a very gradual thing. But uh, usually, what would have been a normal run, absolutely fine. But at like a kilometer in, I was like, "Oh, this doesn't feel good." Mm. <laughs> I had this big burning sensation in my knee, and I kept dropping behind Elliot. And no matter what I could do, I couldn't keep up, and it was really weird. It's because I'm really fast. Is because he's actually it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we anyway, uh, fucking, I got to like halfway through it. I got two and a half kilometers in, I think. <laughs> Elliot was like, are you all right or whatever? I was like, I can't, I can't do it. And I waited till he passed me a bit and I was like, fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. My knee was so sore and I was like raging at myself because I was like, ah, oh, this is it. I can't keep going now. And then the next day... Oh, the next day, yes, yeah. The next day I was like, right, I have to keep, you know, I've got to keep this going. Yeah. Uh, so it was day nine and... I went out, I couldn't even make it to the forest because the roads were so icy So, and I absolutely don't like driving in the ice because I can't do it. Um, so I went for just a normal run down the town and that and it was really icy so my feet were way less stable under Can me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Was it icy? I was really icy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I went out and I was like, this is kind. Of, this is grand. And I, my yeah. knee was sort of at me. I, th- I think that was day nine. And then anyway, the next day, which was day 10, yeah. I, it was still really icy, really icy, you know. Okay. It was so icy, Greg. I, uh, sorry, Elliot. And then I went for a run with Tristan, and literally from the start, I was so slow. I, mentally, I, I, I don't like to give up, so I was like, I'm going to, can, I, can, I can get through this, yeah. even though we were running at like Not minus a, five kilometers an hour. Not a good idea. No, so literally a kilometer in, or 1.2 kilometers in, uh, this kid came flying out of nowhere on his bike, Greg. Should have seen it. Flying out of nowhere, really? and I had to sidestep him. And the second I went sideways to yeah. move in, I just went, "Oh God, no, I'm done!" And I was so done, and I had yeah. to like hobble back to the car. Oh shit! And so that, so then I couldn't complete the the challenge, which was really annoying. Then because for the next, like, I still, I'm still not back running because yeah. my knee is still gone. It's much better now, but we we both had to take a break and. You, then obviously with being in a lockdown and now you can't do the thing you've been doing a lot. Yeah, it's it starts to starts uh, to weigh on you. It does starts to eat at you a little. Yeah. But uh, so then we started just doing more walks and that. But, yeah. Um, that's kind of what happened. But this year we are going to complete our first ever marathon. Yeah. So that was a roundabout way of saying we're going to do a marathon. Yeah. It took us like seven minutes to tell I you. I think it was a bit more than seven. Okay. <laughs> seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. To do our first ever marathon. And the yeah. plan is as well, do you want to tell them what the plan is for March 18th, Greg? Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to go ahead, but we'll see. Uh, March 18th is the year anniversary of when I got sober. Um, so I will be a year sober on that date. But I plan, because I've gotten so fit and I've completely changed the way in which I live my life now, um, that I would do a triathlon, a mini triathlon on that day. As a celebration of how far I've come. 
Yeah. Yeah. With me. With Elliot, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. the trouble is, right, you have to swim. We're doing the sprint triathlon, which is like the entry-level one. So yeah. you have to swim 750 metres in the freezing cold Irish Sea. Well, you don't have to do it in the sea, but we decided to do yeah, it in the sea. you were doing it in the sea. <laughs> and the trouble with that is I currently stay in the sea for about four and a half to five minutes. Yeah. And I think it's probably going to take... Ask me how long I spend like in the sea. 25 minutes. I don't even know how long it'll take to swim. Ask minutes. me how long I spend in the sea nowadays. Well, I already... Okay. Greg. Yeah. How long... Elliot, sorry, Elliot. How long do you currently spend in the sea every day? Absolutely zero amount of time. <laughs> yeah. So Greg kind of has, has, has paused his sea swimming. So... Thanks. So the first problem is Greg's not in the sea regularly and it's quite cold. Exactly. You know, second problem is neither of us have ever swam 750 meters. I have never swam that far in my life. So that's problematic. And then the third problem, and this is only like the swim problems, is <laughs> Greg hasn't been in the sea and yeah. has never swam 750 meters. So the yeah. third problem is he'll probably get hypothermia. I'll probably die. You know, because it's going to take us roughly 20 minutes to do that part. And then we got to get out. And this leads us to the fourth problem. Get out of the sea. Yeah. And get on our bike. What bikes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us own a bike. So if anybody has a bike for like someone that's six foot yeah. three, hit me up. Get on your bike. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to do 20 kilometer cycle, which is fine. That I think we're more than able for that. That's, that's, that's not. Uh, that sounds fine to it's me. It's a non-issue. Yeah. And then. 5k then run. 5k run which is a non-issue so long as our knees are in working order again. yeah exactly yeah so overall the swim is the hardest part i reckon yeah. and the fact that we don't have any bikes yeah but it feels like a positive thing to to do for for what mm. we're doing the reason Absolutely. we're doing it for yeah um i have a question go uh, it's not a joke uh, but you mentioned before uh what we've been through yes what it, what do you mean exactly me yeah all right okay quite a list um so i was started suffering well i think i've always suffered with anxiety mm-hmm. um and i suppose i don't know maybe when we were younger well i'm 28 now and you're 28 as, 28 well, as well, yeah. well but greg's older um Thanks. you know when we were re- younger it i think it was probably talked about less I think for young men, yeah, we didn't talk about it at all. Yeah, and, and so only when I was thinking back, I was at the physio today, and I was actually telling him about like gigs I've been to. Yeah, and I ended up telling them like I went to see Paul McCartney live. I can't remember how how old I was. I was quite young, and I was freaking out in the queue because yeah. there were so many people. And my mom had said, "You can, you know, we can take you out or whatever if if it gets too much." And so for the whole gig, we had to like find spaces that were more open and less people and I had pretty much cried for the whole thing yeah. so kind of missed the gig and ruined it for my entire family so yeah go me um, and so you know that's because I couldn't handle big crowds and like spa- big spaces like that and then and then, I, and then I remembered I went to the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Dublin for the first time ever when I was quite young and I ended up in an ambulance because I just couldn't cope with the amount yeah. of people and, the, yeah, and, yeah. and I felt like the sky and the buildings were all falling in on top of me and I thought I was going to die, yeah. you know? So thinking back to that, it was like obviously just anxiety attacks. Yeah, um, that's what it is. Yeah. So I think I've kind of always had that and uh, and I suppose I would get like that even in, as a teenager in places that were real busy and stuff. Yeah. Um, now that I'm quite tall and much older, uh, I, I don't mind as much, but you'll never catch me at the front of a gig, you know? Okay, yeah. So I think I always had had like anxiety stuff going on which is definitely talked about much more now it's great I imagine yeah. what it was like for like our parents it probably wasn't talked about like, at all at you weren't all. allowed yeah they're like really old because yeah, i remember like very similar experiences to you it wasn't so much um 
like big crowds that were a trigger for me. I, it was like going to school, especially, uh, and like social situations would mm. really like send me into a fucking thing and like a, a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. Or like exams and that kind of thing. <clears throat> I hated it. Yeah, yeah I couldn't deal with it. Now my coping mechanism, which is terrible, was to uh, just not get out of bed and like just hide away and pretend the world didn't exist. Yeah. Um, I remember that from yeah. when I was friends with you back exactly. when we were teenagers. Yeah, I think everyone knew it about me. It was like relatively close to me or whatever. But again, sorry, on that point, I I didn't really, I didn't know what was going, like That's I thought funny. you were mm. just like in bed all the time. I was like, what is he, that, yeah. what's he doing? Like, 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 <laughs> you know. There was no knowledge, first of all. Yeah. So people weren't aware that that's what it was. Yeah, and yeah. The other thing, I, I don't know about you, but especially for me, like, I, was, I obviously knew there was something wrong and I was either, again, ignorant or willfully ignorant or just downright didn't want to say it because I was scared of, like, judgment. Yeah, around, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, the stigma around it. Yeah. Uh, so, and it was only, like, later in life that uh, I got better at it. Yeah. And actually went and got help. Yeah. I remember when I left Redwoods, the bands were, band sorry, we were in, like, after that, I got, like, the worst anxiety ever. Like, okay. I couldn't leave my house. Like every single day I would have like, like 10, 15 panic attacks every Whoa. single day. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I went and got help and that's the first time I tried, I did cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh yeah, you were and telling it, me about that. And it did change my life and it was great. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was fine. And then I got in a really bad relationship and, and rather than deal with it healthily, I did loads of drugs and loads of drinking. Yeah. And nearly fucking died. So now wow. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's, so yeah but that's i i think largely for me and you it, it was that uh, we didn't talk about it and we didn't approach it at all and then as we got older i think we realized that's dumb yeah why aren't we doing that and yeah. so now we're really open about it yeah i yeah i've always worn my heart in my sleeve sort of you know i'll tell anyone anything or you can ask me whatever you like yeah it doesn't mean i'll answer it like but yeah, nine, exactly time, nine, nine times out of ten I, w- I will and if I do yeah. answer you'll get an honest answer actually I'm not exactly I was never like that yeah. I was never able to talk about anything okay and I'd always it would always be if you asked me Bottled how it up. was yeah if you asked me how it was and I was having the worst day I would say I'm grand yeah 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 and I think a lot of people do that and still do it yeah yeah and it doesn't mean you have to like if a stranger asks you how you are you're like actually I'm having the fucking worst day I actually do that now uh, no you don't I do like, oh, I, that's so bad I'll go, in, I'll go into work or something and they'll be like how are you and I'm like do you know what I'm absolutely knackered today like, oh so I, that's great no sorry. for it at all oh. do you know what I mean but like because I used to always go yeah great yeah grand and everyone yeah. thought that I was just super happy like that's what star. everyone thought I was I yeah, yeah. I was a rock star but mm. yeah and you know it's often not the case um, and we all make judgments of, of how people are based on what we see online and, and what we see of them in the 10 seconds we bump into them in the street yeah but you never do know what's going on you know it's often said but it's true it's very um, true yeah and anyway sorry back to your question so uh in the lockdown i was having a real bad time mm. um uh, it, uh i say i met you at like a turning point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my my uh my long-term relationship had just or was just ending i guess uh i was not able to sleep really um i was crying at night time yeah. I was like afraid to do things. Um, it's all terrible. I went to the doctor, uh, and they they prescribed me an antidepressant, which I'd been prescribed a few years before, but I never took it because uh, I was like, "Oh no, I don't want to be on these." Like, isn't that? Yeah, these, I don't want to be these, crazy. Aren't these these, yeah. these these things that are bad and change your mind and all this sort of stuff? So I didn't understand them. Yeah. So I didn't take them back then. And then I, I was like, "Do you know what? I'm at the doctor now because I I, I really do feel like I need help." So. 
uh, I started taking them and up the dosage gradually and all that. And I was doing counseling as well. And then I, I, I kind of thought at first, you know, because I'm taking these like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be better quick or something. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but then I remember I, you I, asking I, me about I, it as well. Yeah, yeah. And then I swiftly realized that I also have to make my own changes I can't yes. just take this and then I'll I'll be better. Like if I don't start trying to get more sleep, if I don't start trying to change my diet, if I don't start uh, doing some physical exercise, you know, then how 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 am I actually really going to get better or feel better? So that's where the running really came in. That was that was yeah. a godsend. Um, and I, I was at a very similar place as well. I was also on antidepressants at that point. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember being able to reassure you about them as well because I think you were like on like day three or something. Yeah. Or no, you were on like second week. Yeah. And I was like, "Did you have a really shit first week?" And you're like, "Yeah, fuck, way worse yeah, it than it was when I started." It's like, "Yeah, that's normal." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad first week actually because at the end of the first week or the middle of the second week, I I was in a state where I and this isn't this isn't because of the the medication well I maybe played a part but like I was just in a really bad way with my anxiety anyway to the point where I couldn't really stand up and I couldn't really oh, eat yeah, yeah. and I really didn't want to get out of bed and I had like the community uh mental health nurse ringing me yeah uh to try and get me out of bed and then I I went back to the doctor because I was like I was not feeling good at all yeah uh and I went back to the doctor and had a complete breakdown in the doctor's office I was in floods of tears my mom had to drive me there because I couldn't drive yeah, I was in such a bad state, and she actually went out and got my mom, like brought her into the office, and I was sitting there in an absolute heap, yeah, bawling my eyes out. Uh, so she sent me down for an assessment to Newcastle Hospital. Okay, um, and so yeah, it was a wild time. Um, I was, it was, it was, it was not, it was not a good time. Um, but I, you don't actually know this. This is here we go exclusive news Greg I haven't been taking the uh, medication for like three weeks oh nice one now yeah yeah, yeah. Now. yeah how do you feel yeah good yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I, I would I, I'm really itching to get running again because yeah, that's such yeah. it's really big I like I'm getting in the sea every day which really helps Definitely. and I can't explain it uh, I, I don't think you can unless I, you do it no yeah, yeah. it's just it, it just it just calms you uh, yeah definitely it does it calms you um uh so yeah still doing that can't wait to get back running and feel a lot better than ever nice nice to hear you're off them i didn't know that yeah 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 it's bad when you come off i remember when i came off mine as well and i was like i was really nervous coming off them because i was like fuck what if i need these for the rest of my life i was thinking what if it's like something that now that i take it i'm gonna go back to square one i'm gonna start using drugs again and I'm going to ruin all the hard work I put in. Yeah. And then like a week later, while while you're just worrying about that, you don't even realize that you're, you've lived that whole week without them. Yeah. And you actually didn't need them at all. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a tiny worry. And then you're like, oh shit, actually, this is great. Yeah. This is so much easier. Yeah. So and I, it's not to say, I'm not saying that I, I will never have to do do that again. No. May, and, uh, who knows? You yeah, don't know not, what the future holds. Exactly. Uh, but uh, for me... It, it, it was uh, scary to start them because I'd never done it. It was completely unknown. Yeah. Uh, so you would you you would talk to me about them, which was good. And my friend <laughs> talked to me about his experience with them, uh, and that was good too. And yeah, uh, here no, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with taking them. That's that's what I think is the important thing here. Like I, as we said, we're both very open. I think uh, it's just great to talk about it. You know, because there's probably loads of people 
that maybe you know, going through something similar. Yeah, and maybe I don't know. Maybe hearing people talk about it might help them, help them in some way or yeah. some shape or form. I don't know. I don't, yeah, for me, yeah, certainly. I think you're dead right, and uh, you might think that they're like fucking pointless or whatever, and you probably have. They might not do anything for you, but only I. I can only speak from my own experience. My experience was that. They were the little boosts that enabled me to do all the things I needed to do. As Elliot said previously, like I started to eat better. I had the energy to eat better. I had the energy to actually go out and exercise or the motivation, whatever you want to call it. And like just to like start being able to get out of bed. That's all it did. And it's not, it doesn't change my mood. It doesn't change anything really. It just sort of quietened things down that I could then take the reins and start building the blocks to like, put my life back together and yeah. uh, that's all they did and then after a while you realize actually yeah yeah you still take it every day and you still need to keep taking your medication but really it's not doing anything anymore and you're doing all the work and that's why you then come off it and then you're like and it can be quite scary to come off it and then you realize actually it's enabled me to build all this up myself back up again and now i have this stable base and then when you come off it you realize it's all you it wasn't the medication yeah, it's, so. it is mad. Like, I remember when I was really bad uh, during, like, the start, uh, they did prescribe me uh, something to help me sleep. It yeah. wasn't a sleeping tablet. It, it was just something that... Like, like a Xanax uh, or something? It, it was, yeah. It, well, it was actually, apparently, it was an antihistamine. Oh. But it... it oh, it has a dozy effect. Yeah, so it mm. makes you sleep. So I, I was real worried. Like, I started taking it, and I did sleep better. And then, so I started to get worried, like... When I stop taking this, am I not going to be able to sleep again? No. You know, but because time had passed and you've been <laughs> trying to get better, uh, you know, you are, you are able to sleep. But I guess it's just the unknown. Um, it's quite scary. But I, we should add, you know, a little disclaimer here. We're not doctors, so we can't obviously advise on Well, on we added the disclaimer situ- at the beginning. Situation. We well, have no idea what we're doing. That's what the show is called. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and on that note, we can, yeah. But we can only talk about our, our, our personal experiences <laughs> and hope that it will help uh, someone along the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was uh, our little first experiment anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're probably going to do more of these, but not on this topic because he, he wants another mental health podcast, not me. I'll tell you that for free. Actually, I, met, I did make a commitment that before we started this, every time we talked about something heavy, or about uh, any sort of like big mental health topic, I'd break it up with a little joke. So a terrible joke. I, there's about like a hundred times that we talked about it there. So I'm going to give you three quick jokes. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. What do you give to a sick lemon? Flat seven up cures everything. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What did the little mountain say to the bigger mountain? Hi, Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Why are there gates around cemeteries? Don't know. Because people are dying to get in. Oh! That is not a good joke for the times we live in. No, maybe we should edit that one out. Okay. Do you have another one? A positive one? Uh... You want another joke? <laughs> you know, oh. we can't end on that. That's well, what? We've got to pull that Why out. Why not? Is uh, this recording? Yeah. What do you call a dangerous sun shower? What the fuck is a sun... I'm going to edit that joke out. Yeah. Um, another one. <laughs> uh, um, what do you call a farm that makes bad jokes? A farm? Yeah. I, no idea. Corny. <laughs> 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 
Very good. Yeah. Oh, I tell one. Yeah. What do you call a witch on the beach? I don't know. What do you call a witch on the beach? A sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. Yeah. Oh! Do you like that? I didn't. Thank uh, you for tuning in to bye. episode one of our We Know Nothing podcast. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs>